Hello and welcome to Core Sampler, the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore Experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. And now your host, Derek Dysart. Welcome to Core Sampler. My name is Derek Dysart, and in this episode, we talk with Dennis Augustine. Dennis's name might sound familiar if you're a subscriber to the podcast. He was interviewed by Tamash um, a couple episodes back, and in passing, he mentioned a program that he's working on, um, kind of outside the Sitecore realm, um, maybe tangentially related. And I had talked to Dennis about it privately a couple times and wanted to get him on the podcast to kind of shed some light on it. It's a really interesting program called U3 Boot. Dennis is trying to bring technology training to underserved youth. Um, as you'll hear from the interview, Dennis is from Dominica in the Caribbean, and he is working with uh, both government officials there and business officials, as well as folks within the Sitecore community to bring an educational component to the youth there and in underserved communities to kind of give give these kids a chance um, to break into the technology field and gain some of the skills that, frankly, a lot of us might take for granted. So I um, wanted to get Dennis to kind of dive into that a little bit more. He kind of mentioned it in passing in his interview with Tomas, but I kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper. So without further delay, please enjoy this wide-ranging interview with Dennis. Dennis, welcome to Core Sampler. Hey there. Thank you for having me. So... Yeah, um, you know, I think folks will recognize your voice uh, if you're a subscriber to the podcast feed. You were on um, Tomash Varga's uh, "Get to Know an MVP" series. That's that's also been appearing in the podcast series. And there was you, during that interview, you you mentioned something, and you and I have kind of talked privately. So yeah, you had mentioned you're doing some stuff for underserved youth um, from kind of where you're sure. originally from, uh, your youth reboot program. Um, you know, yeah. so I'd, I'd love to get yeah. into that, but kind of before we dig into that, um, maybe if folks didn't hear your previous interview, just a high level overview of kind of who you are and kind of how you got to be where you're at. Right, right. I am one of the partners over at Konobos. Um, you might know Konobos of Cam and Akshay fame, fame, those uh, pillars of the Sitecore community. Sure. I, yeah, I hooked up with Cam and Akshay in the fall of 2019. Um, they've been doing it for a few years, and they um, brought in me for brought me in for business development, and uh, primarily because uh, I have some skill set in that from my previous businesses. And we've been at it for a while, and it was the three and four, and now there's about. 12 plus of us in the direct kind of full-time team now and uh, growing six Sitecore MVPs. And it's one of the best places I've worked since, nice. so, you know, ever. So that's really great. I'm having a great time with these guys there. I used to look beyond the outside looking in and, but, you know, all these seem like really good guys and I'm happy to announce they're pretty much everything that they seem. Yeah, so, I, can, I, can, uh, I can confirm that as well. They're, uh, yeah, yeah. It was like what you see is what you got. So they seem like they care about people. They seem like they're into the Sitecore thing, like they're obsessed. And yeah, they're totally obsessed. And they're really, really good folks. And they really are, you know, I'm, I'm a technology MVP uh, two times. And 
then ambassador and then strategy that, you know, technically uh, I am not worthy when it comes to these guys, especially. So um, it's really nice to be in a place where if there's some architecture that comes through or technical question, I can just look at the two senseis and know it's all in good hands. So I'm yeah. really blessed there. Yeah. yeah. So but, yeah. getting into, I mean, and, and I think in your, your background, you are, um, you're, you're obviously live in Canada now, but that's not where mm-hmm. you're originally from. No, I was born in Dominica. It's a speck in the Caribbean See, it's uh, right next to Guadeloupe and Martinique. Uh-huh. I came to Canada, though, when I was five years old the first time, but I was back and forth a little bit. My parents were um, into like, community service and uh, ministry. My father was a minister. My mother is. I went to the same seminary my sister did back in the day. I'm not into that anymore at all. But uh, my folks continue their, their service in, in Dominica. My mother continues that work down there. And it's a little bit of the, the family DNA has always been about, you know, caring for those people and Dominica in particular. So, yeah, but that's where I'm from. But culturally, I'm mostly from Mississauga and Oakville and suburban Canada and Toronto. You know, I'm a Toronto boy, so I represent the six whenever sure. I can. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that's 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 where I'm from, man. But uh, Dominica is where my heart has always been, and that's what that whole youth reboot thing was all about. Really, started was inspired by challenges faced by youth in Dominica, and I think those are common themes throughout the world. So we're going to start there, and hopefully, it'll expand throughout other things. But yeah, on the question, born in Dominica, but mostly from Toronto. Nice, nice. So looking at youth reboot, I guess what. it was, it's, it's interesting. You and I have kind of talked privately about this of, of trying to, you know, we, we talk about the Psychor community and we look at, say, for instance, the recently, uh, the recently completed virtual SugCon and the Psychor community there raised, uh, I, I, quite a, quite a few funds for, uh, COVID-19 relief, um, across the world. I mean, it was a global event. And there's something about the, the Psychor community and, and giving back um, that I found you know, y- your message kind of resonated with that there is, you know, there's, there's so many of us are, have kind of been blessed to work on a, on a platform um, that's, you know, that has, has given us so much um, and given us such a great community. And I always find it interesting when people are trying to give back beyond that. So maybe talk a little bit about what you, you know, what the goals for youth reboot are uh, kind of high level goals and kind of what that's uh, ultimately going to look like. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll do that. I'm going to, but I'm going to first say amen to the whole psycho community thing and what the attitude everybody is. It's amazing. Like when I started psycho, I was this you know, cocky .NET developer who thought he could do an upgrade all by himself from four to six. And, you know, and I, I you know, went and got certified and I thought, you know, I'll take it on and do it. And it was hard. It yeah. Was really hard. Well, and it's and interesting then, too. You talk about being a cocky .NET developer too. I don't know how many kind of, how many implementations I've come into that you can kind of see the markings of like somebody thought they knew better <laughs> and, um, yeah. and then, you know, and then wondered why certain parts of Psychor don't work. Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's, it's unfortunate that it takes it, it takes those moments to to go through and realize that there there for better or worse there is a site core way of doing things um and that if um if you stray too far off that path it's it's definitely um yeah it makes it harder to use a platform but yeah i i 
I, I have seen that attitude. Um, and I guess if I were to go back and look at some of the code I wrote on some of my first ones, it was, uh, you know, it, it, a little, a little bit of a cringe moment for sure. Yeah. I've been, I've been blessed to have been in the game. I've been doing the Sitecore part. I've been doing, um, just development and solutioning for about 21 years, but Sitecore for the last 13. And so I've come full circle on some of the things I did, um, in my early years. Uh, so it's, it's funny, but you're absolutely right. Some of it is cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it was, but we all learned. And I think even when I started, it was, I was an upgrade from four to six. Six was the latest version at that time, uh-huh. some 13 years back. But we all were learning a lot of things at that time. None of us really knew how best to do it because there was so many capabilities and you could do so much with the platform that it just meant there were so many more ways to do things wrong that, you know, and it was really through the community that a lot of the best practice started to get developed by virtue of people like me struggling <laughs> with how to figuring out how to do things. And then other people saying, you know, well, you know, I just spent a ton of time trying to figure out how to get over this particular problem. I know there's got to be other people who are having this issue. Let me post this stuff. And then, you know, dudes like Michael West and Akshay and Cam and all of these, you know, folks who were just um, offering that knowledge really started to help we start to help each other and raise each other up. And I think it's probably by virtue of it being so hard that helped us get um, this community attitude going because we had to rely on each other. And, you know, a lot of the Psychor documentation has been improving uh, recently. And so, you know, shout out to the documentation team who's been doing a better job than they did in the past. But I think everybody will acknowledge that in the days gone by, you wouldn't have gotten very far just looking at documentation. You needed the community. And so, I think that's why everybody has this attitude. And I, I'm so glad to see that um, they've maintained that community attitude. And we can have a, a bit of competitive nature between, you know, partners and so forth. But when it comes down to the actual people involved, if you ever tune into Sitecore Lunch, you will see a whole bunch of supportive faces. If you ever are on the Slack channel, you put a question out there. There's a bunch of people who are just ready to help you. Um, and you can work for a competitor. You can work for anybody else, but they're willing to help you. And that's, I think, typifies our community. So we're blessed. And so that's why, yeah, absolutely. To your point, though, it fits. Uh, the youth boot thing fits into the Sitecore community very well because this community really has been all about raising each other up and making each other better. And that's, um, I think for me, what's at the heart mm-hmm. of the whole re- booth reboot effort too. Um, I was, like I said, born in Dominica. And if, if you've been watching the news over the last, oh, I don't know, few decades, um, you'll know that that region keeps getting hit by um, ever increasingly more severe hurricanes. And we were hit by Irma and then, you know, Maria and, um, those hurricanes wipe out the, the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominica is primarily an agricultural community. We like do bananas and citrus. Mm-hmm. We're competing with, you know, uh, mega agriculture in Brazil. That's the size of the whole country, some of these farms. Sure. So when it gets wiped out by a hurricane, it's really devastating and it sets us back um, many years. And, you know, I say that it, I just said, you know, we export like, you know, agricultural goods, but the other thing we export a lot is Dominicans. Um, if you're a young person in Dominica, the, the probably chances are your one of your biggest ambitions is to get out because there's few opportunities there for, for work. And you can imagine every time 
some, you know, the work that you do have gets wiped out by another hurricane, it, that situation becomes more and more desperate. So I, I remembered that, um, you know, tech and yeah, the site core space really changed my life. When I went from, you know, being a young minister back in the day to, uh, you know, to a developer who needed to change my career. And I was able to bootstrap myself up with the help of the community to become, you know, what I do today. And I've been successful doing that. And I put two and two together and thought there's a bunch of people in Dominica and in Aboriginal communities in Canada and inner cities in the U.S. all over the world who could use that kind of a, of a hand from others. And um, so I, you know, we put it put together this this youth reboot thing has been in my heart to do for, uh, oh gee, good three, three four years. I remember I was hounding Jason, uh, St. Clair, to St. Cyr to help support the three or four years ago. And uh, mm -hmm. now we are just getting into a pilot um, with some really enthusiastic, bright minds down there. And uh, I'm excited about the prospect of helping those people find some opportunities for themselves. And I think that, you know, there's a great space for the Psychor community to pitch in to help um, train them up as well. Cause it's like we said, it, it fits the attitude of our community as well. Sure. Sure. And I, I mean, I think I look back to my own youth. Um, I, I was fortunate to, man, I must've been second or third grade. So I was what, like eight, um, and had a, had a teacher who, you know, we had an Apple II at the time in, in, you know, this small Catholic school in suburban, uh, yeah. suburban Minneapolis. And, you know, she, uh, most of the kids, you know, saw the computer and they wanted to play games on it and stuff like that. And I was just, I was always more curious about how that, how it worked. And there was a series, yeah. I, I, man, I wish I knew just because of how influential it was and it was the trajectory of my life, but um, you know, there was a couple workbooks that I remember working through and learning Apple basic of just kind of like 10 print, you know, hello world 20 mm -hmm. go to 10 kind of, kind of stuff. But that was, you know, just the early stuff. And I, it was, you know, you, you're exposed to concepts at, at that age, you know, they were like, well, you know, you have a variable. I'm like, well, what is a variable? You don't, you don't really understand that conceptually until much later in schooling when you get to like algebra and stuff like that, where, you know, when you're like a plus five, like, you know, as an eight year old, like what, well, that doesn't make sense. That's, you know, like uh, apples and oranges. So I, I, I can think of, you know, just having that slight little influence uh, of getting people on the right path um, has got to make a difference in, in, in the lives of, um, you know, anyone, if, you know, I'm a, I'm a, oh, yeah. you know, white American male, um, but, uh, and, you know, come from an incredible position of privilege, um, you know, but, you know, there are those that don't and, and being able to give back to that is, um, I think that that helps raise the whole the whole community as a whole, you know, beyond Psychor, um, cause I could see, you know, you, you get youth that are, you know, still just kind of getting started. Um, is Psychor going to be around in, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I mean, I think about, you know, 10, 15, well, right. it, it's crazy to think sometimes when I'm like 10 years ago was 2010. Um, yeah. you know, it seems like it was just yesterday, but like you just go back 15 years. I, I certainly Psychor wasn't on my radar 15 years ago. It was around, uh, it definitely didn't enjoy the market share it has now. And, you know, who knows what, what is going to be there for, you know, marketing technology or, or, or marketing, uh, or just even technology in general in terms of developing. But, you know, yeah. I, I have to imagine getting some of these 
you know, I, I hate to use the term, but you know, these underserved youth, the kind of give them the tools to learn, you know, I, I'm not writing Apple mm-hmm. basic today, but that's where I got my start. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, giving them the tools to learn is, is, is critical to changing their situation. Like I said, you know, like this changed my life, you know, technology changed my life. I was in the ministry. I decided I wouldn't, didn't want to do that kind of thing anymore. Kind of just got out of that altogether. And the only other thing I knew I could do was some desktop publishing. Somebody asked me to do a form. So I learned to program the form and bootstrap myself up. And there was a lot of painful years of learning and, you know, became a .NET developer, et cetera. And here I am doing the Sitecore thing today. Uh, the Sitecore community, like I said, is very supportive and it's a fit for that. But, you know, we're looking at more than just Sitecore um, for for the Youth Reboot program. I mean, it's a place that we're going to start because, you know, Conobos has connections here and there with customers and we might be able to hire some of them. We have a community that's already expressed interest in, um, you know, in potentially hiring folks who are successful in these in these things. But we're looking well beyond that as, you know, just really teaching skills to make people more employable, to give them those opportunities being, you know, being that key. Is Cycle going to be here in a few? I hope so. I hope it'll it'll do well. Mm-hmm. But you know what we we're going to focus on is high paying, high demand um, sort of uh, careers um, in areas of tech that are uh, are tough. That so there's going to be some demand for those people. Um, there's going to be good margin for those people. It's going to be a proposition. You know how much Sitecore resources cost that will work really well for um, partners who want to, you know, whether it's a competitor of ours or what doesn't really matter. It's, this is not about uh, us. It's, you know, it's a separate, actually it's going to be a charitable co- organization that's not associated with our com- company at all. So mm-hmm. any partners in, in the Sitecore space who want to, you know, to leverage the resources that come out of there. Anybody in the Sitecore community who wants to pitch in to help mentor these folks and teach them the right way to do things, um, you can then have some confidence that, you know, those are people who are at the ready to help augment your teams that know the, how to do things correctly. So that's why I think it's going to work out really great. We're, we're very excited about it. Uh, we'll see how it goes, man. Yeah, and I think I, I mean, I, one thing you might be discounting, at least at least from mm-hmm. my opinion, is that you're also bringing folks into the workforce that have a different perspective. You know, they they oh, yes. you know from a from a cultural standpoint, I think I had the uh, I, I had the fortunate um, situation to work at Microsoft in the early 2000s, and, and Microsoft put its money where its mouth was. They they had um, they were one of the first. Um, organizations at the time that had a chief diversity officer and their, their approach to diversity wasn't like, Hey, let's make sure we've got everybody represented here. It was, it was actually valuing that getting, getting input on teams, whether it was just, you know, from a really, really simple, you know, problem solving to overall product direction and all that of, of being more inclusive and, and trying to make, both products and the teams that you're on and the way that they operate reflect the, the world that we actually live in as opposed to kind of the dominant culture. Um, you know, I, I consider myself lucky to have been part of that. Um, it was, mm-hmm. it was a great experience. Um, and, you know, being able to bring, um, you know, folks from different cultures. I mean, I think, like you said, you, you 
kind of left Dominica in, in, in five. So you, mm-hmm. I, I would guess, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think you might consider yourself more, uh, a, you know, a, a Canadian and a, and a Torontoite than, you know, someone from there that you, you have a lot of experience of coming up and, and kind of growing yeah. up in, in the, in the greater Toronto area. But, you know, somebody that, that kind of grew up in, in, in that area, whether it's, whether it's Dominica or, uh, you know, a lower income neighborhood in, in say Toronto or Chicago or, 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 you know, or any of these other places, they, they, they bring a they bring a different perspective to everything, and I think there is incredible value in that. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, and and there's there's kind of two parts of that, you know, that are that are important. I think what you, from what you mentioned, one of course being yes, the different cultural perspective, and um, I think that's important for any organization to have. Um, you know, but you know, like to be fair, a lot of folks around the, the, the boardroom who are counting, counting the pennies might be like, okay, that's, that's all fine and pie in the sky and everything else and kumbaya. But what does that mean to my bottom line? I think there's another thing that are, that's been, you know, you can't discount as well is that, you know, in technology, what we really sell are the products of minds. And those mines are the, the natural resources of which we build software. And there is a whole untapped um, set of raw natural resources that are at great prices in the right time zone that are being ignored. So, you know, there's, I think there's that too, that needs to be kind of considered in terms of diversifying as, as well. Um, as it comes to myself, I, I think that, you know, while, you know, I am, mostly culturally Canadian. You know, I had the, I grew part of my first years where it was in Oakville. It's was a pretty affluent suburban sort of community here. And, you know, having been, you know, the son of immigrants, I had the privilege of growing up, you know, poor in a richer neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, I had a friend and he has a pool inside his house. I've never <laughs> seen that before. So it's amazing. Um, you know, but so there's people right in your, there's right people right here in Toronto. Uh, you know, who uh, are potential, um, you know, the trainees in a program like, like Youth Reboot, people like my former self, right? Uh, and I think that I've shown, uh, at least in uh, the psycho community so far, that, you know, I've added some value. And so think about that, folks. There's a whole bunch of other people like me uh, who are just waiting to be brought on, who are, you know, also you know, they have, the, they have bright minds, they've got great energy, and you can bet that they're going to be enthusiastic about, uh, about their work. I could pay somebody in Dominica um, about, you know, about the price, about the wages of somebody as an intermediate to senior site core developer, probably even less than that. And he'll make more than the Minister of Education in Dominica. So you can, you can bet that if you live in paradise and you're making a really good wage, you're probably going to be really passionate about your job too. So I think that there's some things that, you know, we can't discount. Diversity is nice. And, and mm-hmm. I salute that because I know there's not enough, when I go into a boardroom, there's not enough people who look like me in most of the boardrooms here, even in Toronto, but um, diversity is great. But there's also a really other good bottom line reason for you to do it, that there's a lot of untapped natural resources. We're going to add a lot of great energy, yes, and ideas, um, and going to work their butts off to uh, be successful. So, you know, get on that. Awesome. Awesome. So if folks wanted to get involved, Dennis, what is kind of, what is the, the, the best way to, um, uh, to kind of reach out and, and lend a hand to your, your efforts? 
Well, you can go and check out youthreboot.org. I have to revise um, the, the the site a little bit to kind of make a better, give a better, better presentation of how we're going to go about the training aspect of it. But what you should do is just send us an email via that. There's a form there you can fill out. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can DM me there. You can, uh, you know, hit me up at my Konerbos addresses, whichever ways, uh, myself or Akshay, Cam, any of the people who are you'll find on that youthreboot uh, list. You can contact about that. What we're looking for right now, um, obviously, uh, we're, we're doing this very lean. Uh, we're just doing it right now with some sweat and, and effort. So there's not a lot of budgets. We could use some money, but that's not the primary thing. The thing that we could use more than anything else is people who are willing to train and mentor um, the folks down there. We're going to take an approach where we're going to do very project-based, sort of challenge-based training. That's uh, just how I learned best myself and um, have some mentors go in and mentor the, the trainees to whatever amount of time you are able to commit. So it doesn't have to be a big time commitment. It might just be spending an hour um, going over with trainees in a remote session, you know, uh, with regards to their challenges, how can we help you get through this, this particular project or this particular assignment? Um, so it will be that. We'll be doing some online resources using a Git book, brilliant idea by Cam to kind of um, have some of the training materials um, contributed by the community doing that. So if you have um, expertise in various areas, blog posts that might be massaged or material that might be massaged into that sort of thing. Hit us up on that. We'll take whatever period, amount of time you can offer and we'll make sure that you are recognized. Um, it might be helpful for some of your MVP applications, hint, hint. Um, so, I mean, hit us up on those things. Whatever amount of time you can contribute will be accepted and recognized and useful, appreciated. So, um, just contact me and we'll, we'll get you plugged in yeah, so we can get this thing rolling. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll get links to all of that in the show notes. Uh, check your podcast player for links on that. Dennis, yes, it's yes. been, it's been great talking to you again. Um, thanks for being on. Thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate the time. The chance to get the message out. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for this episode of core sampler to see show notes from this and past episodes please visit coresampler.fm. There you can also subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you liked what you heard today, please tell a friend and then go to iTunes to rate and comment on our show. Even if you're using a different app to listen to us, those ratings and reviews really do help others find us. Are you a professional working with Sitecore and interested in joining the show? Or would you like to leave some feedback directly? We want to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at coresampler.fm. That is all for this episode of Core Sampler. We'll see you next time.